Blog Talk Radio. Should be. Once you're done with listening to the show, if you want to get yourself any of the other books that you've been uh, hearing about in the past few weeks, just go to the sidebar uh, located at DrCarlyRadio.com. Clear out your cookies, enter in your search term, and shop as normal. It doesn't cost you anything extra, and uh, even takes a little bit of money back to us. So it's not entirely a selfless gesture. That's Amazon.com. And welcome to Dungeon Crawlers Radio. You know, this is why you, you don't normally run things. You know, I'm trying here. Failure. I'm trying. It's Failure. not my fault someone decided it to drop out last minute. It is Come on. all your fault. Come on. In his defense, he's moving this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I guess that's all right. Yeah. By all honesty, I was planning to, to uh, bow out of this uh, show tonight because I'm still exhausted from Gencon because it was awesome. Mainly because Ben wasn't here. Who are you? Hey, hey we have fun last year. Anything personal this year? What? Still anything? No. No, it wasn't Gen Con. Hey, it it was a safer Gencon. Given that, given that we also, given that we also couldn't really libate as much as we normally would because somebody changed our hotel and had us drive up a BFE. It wasn't. It was like 15 miles. Too snobby. But I saved you a ton of money. Again. Okay. If you are going to the convention, you have a say in what you do, where we stay. If you are not, you shut the hell up. All right. Next time you handle it. All right. Good luck getting a reservation right here. Yeah, okay. Oh. Now we're going next year, sadly. Oh. <laughs> Feel the love. Yes. Welcome to Dungeon Crawlers Radio, everybody, where we just rag on the new guys. Hit is going to hate. Is that, is that a new motto or something? I think so. Apparently. So uh, <laughs> I, I guess I guess, uh, I guess we start with uh, uh, introductions by via uh, who's been here longest. Joe, would you, would you begin this? You look at me for it. Yeah, it's a guy named Joe. This is Lord Flagoon. I don't have a bike at the moment. This is this is a little bad. I've been here longer than Colin, and I'm going to milk it for every chance I have. You do that, except your cable sucks, and I can't hear you now. now. Yes. All right, Colin. Don't and move it from that area. I'm twitching in the corner. Of the you know what? <laughs> me and my Tourette's will twitch when we darn well please. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Whatever. I can't do that. I got too big. I'm scared. Oh, okay, South Park. Jeez. Make fun of a guy with a disability, why don't you? Okay. 
I'm partially half, so. I can't hear you because your mic cord sucks, so I'm just going to ignore it. Maybe. <laughs> you let him talk. Joe's a pretty your voice, anyways. Oh, by the way, I'm Colin now that I'm going to introduce myself. All right, there we go. There we go. Now we're complete. So uh, I'm with us. Uh, I'm here tonight. We have the fellow from Space Balrog. Hey. Am I, uh, I am pronouncing that correctly? Yes. Correct. Okay. Oh, right. Yay. 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 Yay.
But uh, I was I was very happy to pick up uh, what are their what's their name uh, Flying Frog Productions uh, Shadows of Brimstone. Oh, you were fawning over that. Thing. Oh, over a hundred bucks. Well, you know it was it was worth it. Though. Yeah. And you know you've got I figured you've got Zombicide. I'll have shadows of brimstone. That way we've got we've got a really you know good a good uh, a good covering of uh, the big box game. Okay. So And I've just been like since we since we've been back, I've been spending the time either reading the book or putting together the manual, the, the manual or taking apart all the little little um, pieces. The little, the, the, the game board pieces that are <laughs> yeah. Other than I have realized, come to realize, I do not have enough room for all the tokens for and the, the tokens and the game board pieces and the figurines in one box. I'm so I, pretty I to, sure that Joe memorized the whole book by now. Pretty sure. Everything. Everything. Everything that was there, you memorized. I probably did. You are the open encyclopedia. <laughs> I looked at it once, and it's right. That's my mutant power, is I just look at a manual once, and I know exactly how to do it. Yeah, well, that's why we run you Gamer Forge. Yeah. Exactly why. Do I complicate my ego regarding the encyclopedia? I mean, I wasn't going to point it out. Okay. That way they don't have to read the book. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Reading yeah. sucks. Let's face it. God, that takes too much time. Oh, 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 Put there, not, not an issue. Yeah. Hopefully not an issue. So, Joe, what, do you, what would you say was, uh, was your high point? Or at least your, like, what was your doorbuster? What was your winner? What was my big winner? If I, if I, ooh, boy. That's going to be kind of a toss-up because uh, Rabbit Dashing Games is uh, Pirate Ninja Robot Zombies. Oh, that was a fun, very fun game. Was another, uh, pretty much another solid hit from them. Those guys have a track record officially have a crash That they do. They have Anything they do is like gold. Three, three for three now. Yeah, well, Mike, and, Mike and Grant had, they were A-game. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that their booth was always packed. Oh, yeah. There was always somebody either playing, playing Dwarven Miner or PD&Z, PNRZ, <laughs> and just, just having a fun time. And yeah. Usually if a person sat down at one of their tables, they were walking away they, with that game. They, they slipped them a 20 and they walked out with the game. Yep. So, which, which, needs to have. Yeah. I mean, it, it didn't, didn't hurt on that. Although, now that we've talked about this, I've got to find which book I put our summoners in and put them in our, uh, put them in my over minor game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, well, it was a promotional card. Yeah. And it is a very awesome promotional card. So, if you play the uh, Dwarven Miner, there's cards out there that you don't have that we do. So, na 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 boo. And then the other, the other one I'd have to say, since Greenbrier games didn't have, like, they didn't really have a finished product, I can't really put them on, on the list because, yeah. uh, Dragon Knight was definitely a cool showing. Yeah, that looked like a very awesome game. It was not actually available. 
Um, Bruce Lee punching people through thinner black walls. That was really the premise of the whole game. Um, but I have to say, um, oh, I guess I can't put Warfare toys on there because their ad campaign was just stellar. That it was. We're total throwback 80s. It's the best thing I've shown. I hope they will get love, but I'm posting some, some of the ads that they had um, about to um, for anywhere find us and call it radio or soul. Um, probably, uh, maybe, not I mean, I, I, I'm trying so hard not to say uh, yeah. but the, it's, it's the, hard. The, the final product, though, was so it's remarkable. Yeah, just in just in reading the the classes and the races, because that's as much as I've been able to read so far. Just you can tell the amount of love, not love, but the amount of attention to their players, and in much. You can tell that the playtesters who put their two cents in, they valued their opinion, yeah. and they, they held to that. Yeah, this was not a throwaway, much like the much maligned Yeah, this wasn't, this wasn't, screw you, we're, we're, we're we'll do what we want. This was, we're wizards, we want to make the game for you. So. Um, so for, uh, for more details, so I'm sure in the upcoming weeks we'll probably put in chime in more and more and more. Okay. Right now, you just get two. Sorry, internet. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to stop on the blow. Yeah. It's kind of you. All right. So, uh, so we got. Uh, I think we have a big follow up in with us tonight. They're going to be sharing us, sharing with us um, some of the goings on. Uh, you guys are going to be showing up at the. Um, at the Gangreen Club, at the Creative Symposium on the day after Saturday. Okay. Now you got to get a little bit closer to your mic. It's not showing here. At the Creative Symposium the day after on Saturday. Okay. So what, uh, what, what are you going to be covering at the symposium? Well, it's actually, this is the first year they've done the symposium. Mm-hmm. Craig Nivo, one of our uh, members that I'm able to be here today, he, um, he's been running the Gangreen Film Festival. Yeah. <laughs> But we think it's cool. Mm-hmm. He was protecting small ducklings. Oh. Anyway, so in Ferguson. In Ferguson. <laughs> so he he's been running the Gangrene Film Festival for a while, mm-hmm. media bit, and um, this year for the first time they're doing a symposium the next day. So writers and filmmakers are going to be putting on panels where you go find out about the craft. And part of, as part of that symposium, he booked up and so we're going to be playing some games there too. Okay. So before we go any further here, we should probably go around the table here to let me know exactly who's talking and uh, what exactly you're going to be talking about. Okay, we will go in a square. We shall move in eight. Uh, I'm Jason King, and uh, I'm here. David J. West. Okay. James Lamar. I'm Dave Butler. Okay. So then, um, so I mean, what brought the what brought the five of you since Craig's not here to represent? Uh, what brought the five of you together? <laughs> So I think what brought us together was a common realization, which is, you know, Utah's got this exploding convention scene, right? 
and uh, especially writers, tend to go to these conventions convention, uh, and put on panel after panel of really, really boring shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's stuff like, uh, and most of these panels, really, their entire content can be boiled down to one sentence. Okay? So the subject of the panel is dialogue panels. And the question is, should you use only silence? Or should you use other words? Or should you be allowed to use both? And a group of writers will talk about that for 45 minutes, or, or, in, or in worst case, maybe even an hour and a half. I'll be front row for that. Yeah, exactly. Right? And so they'll go, like, and, and, and again, in the worst of these panels, it's sort of start the left and go to the right and answer the same question, and go to the right and go back to the left and answer the next question. And they're really bored. So we have a lot of Free yeah, and killed one panel of the second dog. tear off Jason's shirt. Jason tears his own shirt off. He just tells you. Oh, I just see it flying, man. I don't know. So, so uh, look, our mission statement, we don't have one. I'm making this up right now, okay? But if we had a mission statement, it would be something like, don't be boring. So uh, what we what we are is a convention page. Am I wrong? You're like, the yard is absolutely right. I'm so funny. So look, uh, if what we do is we are they just speaking as a goalie on the board when we first met? Oh yeah, that was our that is our like, official I don't mission. Think we could say that here. This is probably a PG audience. We probably can't say our <laughs> right, official. No, say, say, no, I, I'm curious what 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 you guys think. It's uh, okay, Revan's not here. Yes, she went out the window. <laughs> so okay, well, so look, we're all writers. Okay. And you know that in our in our hearts, right? This is a, this is a business as well as a craft, right? So that's the background. So I'm going to tell you this. Don't be offended. We had our first meeting in the Kearns Library, and now I'm going to get barred from the Kearns Library for life. <laughs> and the first thing I said was, that's "We have three libraries." I know. <laughs> so, um, so uh, I and now my mom's going to hear this. So I, uh, I said, "We need to focus, guys." Let's focus on the goal. What's the goal? And I got up and I wrote in on the whiteboard. Thank you, Friends Library, having a whiteboard. I wrote in the upper right corner, sell a fuck ton of books. <laughs> that's Perfect. our real mission statement. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. But the thing that's relevant to you is we want to do it by not being boring. So, uh, so what we do is we have various times we go to conventions and we perform these semi-improvised, uh, heavy audience interactions live theater of various times. And we were, most of us were doing this one way or another and kind of met in the middle and decided to join forces and brand ourselves. Revan actually swept one of them. First time we played Chicken in the Pocket Fantasy Edition, he showed up and walked away with the title. That's because guy named Joe and we make Chicken in Actually, I think it's uh, because two people got up and sang as minstrels from, um, yeah. from the video game. Yeah. He won because they sang. But if I allowed my ginger jokes, he was lost. I think he won because he looked up 82 different references about elementals and all of the possible game manuals in the world, which he showed me. Oh, yeah. He was wrecked. This thing was thick. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. You may remember him under his street name of Dan. <laughs> That's right, but you can't say it. Oh, oh, you can say oh, it. oh, can you delete me? Yeah, there we go. We'll edit you. Street name wearing again. <laughs> so then, I mean, so the four, when the five of you came together, then, I mean, how, you, have, you all have 
presumably with different backgrounds and writing and presentation, how how does the five of you sort of gel together and so you know kind of Well you heard of gravity, right? Yeah. How if you have any I mean I mean anytime you have math, it exerts a gravitational force on any other math. So we have <laughs> and it exerts a, a collective force on the other awesome. Eventually, we were just bound to a conglomerate. No, 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 an awesome plant. Land masses and water and all that. I'm glad that's where James went with that, because I thought he was going to call me fat at first. Tell us about the... A, a standard meeting, aside from your, your first meeting, what, I mean, what sort of things go on? How do you plan out your next presentation, your next place? You know, just I'll let me reminisce about history first a little bit. Because I think, I think for me, when I first sort of saw this coming on the horizon, was when James and I were on a panel about Fulton uh, at last year's Salt Lake Comic Con and fought the whole time. We'd never met. Yeah, we had never met. That was totally awesome. I remember right. that. He came down to the table and said, I think I just pissed off Dave Butler. I remember that. <laughs> and, and you know what? A, a panel that could have been really, really boring, right? Because everybody in the audience has read The Lord of the Rings and everybody's seen the movie, um, actually became very fun. And that's when we really started our conversations about, you know, hey, it's important to do stuff to make the audience have fun. But I don't think, so I think the seminal product is probably James' cheese room at Comic Con. But I don't think that, that debuted at Comic Con. Was it? Oh, was it? Oh, so I wasn't there. So tell me how, tell us about Choose Your Own Apocalypse. <laughs> First of all, I'll just say that it took about two weeks for all of the wealth on my back from that chair you brought me. But um, that's okay. I got one of them tattooed on. Where was my? Now, the, the idea for Choose Your Own Apocalypse came from exactly what we're saying. I'd gone to panel after panel at writing conferences, and I was just like, these people in the audience, they're cool. They have stuff to say, and they're funny. And the only reason that we're up here and they're down there is almost arbitrary. And, and I thought, there's got to be a way to tap into this and make it into some kind of, like a game. We've got this many funny people in one place, this many people who are geeky in the best possible way, then there's got to be a way to make a game out of it because we're all going to be playing games anyway, right? Yeah. So I just kind of brainstormed how could you get the most people, how could smarter people get into a game at the same time and have it still go somewhere and fun and it just kind of boiled out. So, oh, 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 I was just going to say, I'm not sure if your audience has seen Choose Your Own Apocalypse. Some of them might. Maybe it's worth, uh, maybe it's worth telling you guys what that looks like. Yeah, yeah, please, please share it with the, with the audience who hasn't seen it, please. Uh, maybe Jason should tell us his first experience with Choose Your Own Apocalypse. <laughs> when he represented the Fabergé egg of darkness. It was kind of, kind of like a revelatory experience. Um, we were at FantasyCon also, and uh, we... James is running Choose Your Own Apocalypse and doing um, a fantasy mission, so they was there, um, and we had to compete. You were Enraged Deity, is that kind of? Yeah, I got assigned Enraged Deity, uh, and I chose Uranagon the Divine Bowel Worm. Nice! That's great. 
So basically, um, there were three. There was a three possible possible apocalypse, and it's up to the audience to choose which one. So essentially, it becomes a popularity contest, which boils down to us competing to see who can be the funniest. Um, I'd like to say right now that I lost. So, <laughs> but, but I was in the running for a while. Um, anyway, I was, the artifact I chose was the Fabergé Egg of Darkness, and that was fun because I was just making up as we went. But the, the highlight of the evening, something I wish we would have caught on video, for me was uh, King Sam to, to do an artistic expression to represent our particular apocalypse. Um, and uh, Dave and, and that other dude. The other dude, uh, they chose poems. And so, Tom Durham, film me. Okay, yeah, he's awesome. He won. He actually won. Yeah. Quite a lot. He's a filmmaker. While we're presenting, the audience gets to choose where they're sitting. There's like three main aisles, I guess. Uh, so, in the middle of me, I had, I had a good song. Anyway, the artistic expression portion came out. So I chose to do an interpretive thing. Um, on stage in front of 130 people. And uh, Dave played for me. He brought his guitar. And uh, I really had a divine connection there at moments, you know. I knew who I was, time stopped, and I saw the future. You could really feel, you could really feel the meaning of the dance. No, the interpretive dance comes out. Yeah. yeah. Just to give you a picture, I'm 330 pounds. <laughs> so, there's, there's not a whole lot to interpret, it's just kind of scary. <laughs> Where you're like, I am the blue pill, and I am the red pill. Oh, it, was all, it was all silence, you know, I just left it to their hearts, and then I lost. So apparently it wasn't very effective. Don't convey the emotion of darkness. <laughs> but, look, it's, it's hard to compete with cute. There's a certain amount of voters that will just vote for cute. No, well, yeah. Do you want to go with something after? Well, well, maybe. Um, <laughs> I'm free. But no, I'm saying Tom Durham was sort of a littler, cuter guy than either one of us. And there, that, gives, that guarantees you, like, block 20% of the voters right there. It was an uphill battle. We lost. But we fought it. We fought it on the way. Speaking of which, um, <laughs> our David J. West. He actually won his first round. I won for Airship Pirate. He's the only okay. game winner here today. <laughs> I, I had it all set up to win the second time I was going to play. Oh, in fact, come to think of that, I lost to you also. Have you guys thought of doing this as kind of like uh, a, the Deadliest Warrior series where you just kind of go over like, like one, two groups and talk about their things and then calculate them in a quote-unquote computer? And oh, then please. and then have it reenacted and then actually video the reenactment. Oh, that is kind of how it goes. Okay, yeah. all right. With improv. Can yeah. you let Colin be the one who gets hurt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Uh, yeah, no, it always happens. The audience, as they make their votes, eventually line themselves up with one of the three powers. And, and as David was alluding, the, the one he won was the top three theme fest, and it was the greatest. I tear Kate away from me. Yeah, it was rough. Uh, we all saw the photos. Um, so it you was, might have won anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You might have helped. So there was a there was a clockwork tinkers faction with Scott Taylor at their head, and I was the Imperial Mole Man, uh, and uh, and David J. West here was the uh, airship pirate captain. Airship pirate. 
So at a certain point, the audience is getting it from pretending to be the faction, or, or enacting the death that comes upon them from the faction head or something like that. No, well enough. <laughs> so, with that being said, then, if you guys have each had to choose, I guess, one faction to represent in your own. Joe Cord. Yes? Yes. Okay. So, if you each had to choose your own faction, it doesn't matter what the team is to represent before you were to go at it right now and, and choose your own faction. Who do you have to choose? <laughs> Well, the okay, the original form of the game is robots versus aliens versus zombies. Mm-hmm. And um, because you know the world's gonna end no matter what. You're just deciding which way it goes. Right? And um, we've done a version called Super Villain Smackdown and we're doing it again at Comic Con. So we've got the, the traditional robots versus zombies versus aliens coming at Comic Con. And we're playing Super Villain Smackdown. Um, so those are going to be pretty awesome. I really like the supervillain theme. So if I were to pick one, I would have to say um, supervillain with mind control. Okay. Mind control. I think I'd, be, I'd want to be cyborg. <laughs> nice. Because I have the power of love as well as all the you know hyper. Six million dollar. Uh, Six million dollar grumpy bear. Or whatever the name. <laughs> I think that's a dwarf, dude. Uh, Sneezy bear. No, that's a dwarf. Wait, Paul's in his Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm all for uh, the Fentacal. Oh. So, like, yeah, you would be looking at So, like, Bond villain sort of Fentacal? Yeah. I'm going to go for that. They're, they're favorites. Yeah, they're favorite 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 favorite. Yeah. I've got plans for someone I want to make guests. Yeah, coming, coming out. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I whatever the apocalypse is, I'm gonna be on the spaceship that leaves Earth so that I get to avoid it. And then uh, I will only take women with me, and so I will have to restart the human human race. And uh will be so noble. Very noble. It's very noble. You know. I've got to talk to my wife. <laughs> Every single human will be a king. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, that kind of suggests a new game would be played. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I get to play sleep on the couch tonight because I think she's looking at me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Whoa. Hair. Preparation. <laughs> and, it's, uh, it, and I guess if Revan taught us anything, uh, preparation makes all the games. There you go. Actually, we've been batting around the idea of uh, trying one of these. Like as a podcast show. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. If that could work out, maybe you guys could play. I'm always down for stuff like that. I think you guys could easily do something just like streaming online with it, uh, doing something through YouTube. All right. So we just got to figure out how to do with a small audience. We've got a few other sort of. Kinds of shows, but they all basically revolve around mass audience. Could always just invite a bunch of people too. And maybe that's the answer. Just 50 people show up at a place like Epic Games yep. here at 3500 South and 4000 West in West Valley City. And, uh, <laughs> 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 
Hold shift down, or do you just tap it? Uh, you have to hold shift while you're typing. Okay. Yeah. Man, those computers. Those computers. Well, and remember, you can also join us on Blog Talk Radio. Just click on the Listen Live link on DungeonCrawlersRadio.com and join me. <laughs> Talk with me. We'll be friends. <laughs> I promise. I promise I'll even make I'll make him behave. <laughs> How is it like to be approached um, to bring your to bring your your unique rank fun to any of them? How do people approach Well, mostly um, they finally look down from me begging and holding on to the plate and crying and say, "What? What is it going to take?" No, actually, we're, we're pretty well known. Given how little we've been doing this together with your name, we're getting invited to sort of everywhere, uh, including for those of you who live in Idaho. I get into recently. Uh, it looks like we're probably going to be at, yeah, well, it was all right. You know, Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, but the big talk down is right there. So many people. Yeah. So uh, we're probably going to be at, uh, at Boise's City Comic Con ending up in October. Uh, so it, we've become famous quick, but it's because we sell. No, it's because we're funny. And it's because we're funny. People come in there and they, they're not sure what to expect from the title, mm-hmm. right? Because the title says something like uh, "Steampunk Super Villain uh, Idol," right? And you don't know what that's going to be. And then it's really funny, and, and then you come back. So then, I, I guess, then I guess, if you were to coming up in a film, other than being cut, because that's obviously what. But sometimes people ask that question, well, what's it about? And he's like, well, if you're one of those people who like to just sit and listen to lectures and talk very slowly about comparisons of literature, don't come. But if you want to be entertained and participate, I've had quite a few people walk by and come in and join in. We, we also cheat. I did win the airship pirate by 
grabbing a bunch of viruses and you're not at all. That's, thank you for confessing that point. That's not what I meant. But I, 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 We like to get um, we like to get big, as big a name as we can. So uh, we hope that here at Comic Con we may have Dan Wells sitting with us. Is that right? Yeah, we've got Howard Taylor for Tuesday Apocalypse and Dan Wells for Super Villain Snack. Very nice. So I mean, I take it that was my like, hey, you want to come have fun? Well, at Dean's Fest we actually um, kind of like grabbed. Howard Taylor by the arm and twisted it really hard and pushed him into the room mm-hmm. and then um, made him sit down and then um, held uh, sharp things near him until he started to play the game. I think the handcuffs off Captain Field The second half, he was totally having fun. Mm-hmm. So that was all him. That's all the adrenaline came down and he was like, yeah. yeah. So this was when Stockholm Syndrome took its place, took in? Yeah. So this is Wiggins' his endorsement now. I guess I'm willing to come back. No, but he was awesome. He, he played a mad scientist. And, and every every person who's competing, more or less, is making everything up. Yeah. You get a very small amount of different things. Uh, he, he just had to become kind of mad scientist. So Howard was a mad scientist who was using nanobot infected spotted dicks and sweet, <laughs> the sweet banoffee pudding or bread something. Pudding. Well, bread pudding to uh, take over the world. And he was he was freaking hilarious. Mm-hmm. So then I, I then what's I guess then what is the I don't know. Is there a secret to winning this sort of thing other than being called uh, funniest, most ridiculous, and being cute? Put something in your favor, well, that's mostly the female audience members who gravitate towards the better-looking male audience <laughs> participants. Don't forget to tell the gay dude. Yes, he did. Dave's going to talk over Dave whenever he brought up issues like that. So I'm just following insurance now. <laughs> you know, who knows why the audience votes the way it does? I like to think everyone's a yeah. Is it the right time for that fact, Dave? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but most of like to think we're all winners because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we give a prize to everyone. <laughs> My prize is to be eaten by the other faction. Really. <laughs> Which in the case of that intestine, the worm thing was kind of disgusting. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was a secret win after the fact for me. <laughs> Actually, we play a couple of different games. One we play is um, called Super Villain Island. And uh, in that game, strangely, there were five audience members who were the participants instead of the panelists. And uh, this one guy just wouldn't die. <laughs> I kid you not. He, he was voted out three times. You know on American Idol, yeah. they get voted out and voted out, and somehow they keep getting pulled back in, and no one's really sure that it's like they wrote it wrong. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he, he was there all the way to the end, and then he showed up in the next game. Yeah, he almost won. He lost to Scott Harbin, right? Uh, so that was the game. We reversed the order, and we had, we had audience members tell us, uh, again, improvise with no notice. Play the role of super villains of their own design, complete with a sidekick and then ultimately a nemesis, and we had them do performance rounds of uh, miming actions or, or, or improvising poetry. Uh, yeah, Scott Harbeck won, playing as Dr. Oberon Malio. Uh, the, as I recall, by the end, he was wrapping clockwork devices onto human flesh and running a brothel that infected people with gunnery. I think, I think it was how he won. 
And and the winning moment the winning moment was the was the art round where they had to improvise some kind of art and he and his assistant, the sidekick, improvised him first of all, drafting on uh, clockwork body parts of her, and then she got up and clockwork walked across the room, sat down in a guy's lap, and suddenly yelled, Oh, I've got gonorrhea! <laughs> find a douche that's bigger than Ben so that he can train me. Why do I have to sit with him? Don't drag my name into the mud, sir. It's really hard to find a bigger douche than Ben. I have years of practice of insulting people. Comes naturally. I actually, I actually have a variation of, of Joe's question. So, so I guess I'd, I'd like to know from you guys because I was at. Uh, Fantasy Con, and I sat on a panel with James, and I watched a couple panels with you guys on it. Um, and I agree, most of the writing panels, uh, you sit for 45 minutes and you listen to authors tell you you just need to write and just put in the time, and you'll get a book done. And and so I, I pulled out a couple kernels of knowledge from uh, Fantasy Con and Western Con, but that's what a lot of it boils down to. So, what ideas do you have to incorporate these style of cons or these style of panels? With actual like writing advice or or focusing it to a writer versus just the interactive game, Do you, have you thought about that at all? No. Okay. You thought about it. Well, I've been trying to find a way to make because sometimes we go to writers' conventions, LCUE, LDS Maker. There's a bunch of those around in Utah, sure. like Utah writers. I'm not in but um, <laughs> then, but I thought it'd be good if we could find a way to like do something literary to pull in the writers there because after maybe four or five panels, they deserve a break. They sure. Some fun, and then maybe they can go back and learn again. So you're saying that there's there's still at least some value in the style? Oh yeah. I mean, it's like school. It hurts, but it's good for you. Why well, just a game? You know, the themes that we're using exercising your imagination. I know that 
I mean, it was ideas on the, on the spot, but what I kind of do when I write. And so I think that's what I'm afraid of most of them. I'm sorry if I just made it educational. Just tell a fart joke or something. I'll, I'll recant on my deathbed. <laughs> you know, actually, I don't know why I said no. And again, during the week and a half, one of the things I'm doing, we're doing several kind of great blowout events. One of the things I'm doing is an audience for a game where the tables of the audience are in the hockey and the table of the will be dealt hands and cards that they'll use competitively to have a score. Sure. So, uh, so there, there is like a, you know, it's not the writing detail, you know, uh, should you use the word said? Yeah. But it is storytelling. So should you use the word said? <laughs> the the evilness of adjectives. No, go the full Elmore Leonard. Don't even use any dialogue. <laughs> Just have every single person's dialogue so distinctive that you don't even say what's saying. All right. Yeah. Or yeah. Daniel. The Lekowski, something like that. He did a whole one where everybody was a color. So nothing but text, but the colors were the different people. The purple's my favorite character. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Orange seems to be my uh, uh, my candidate of choice. So he just he just hated colorblind people. Is that? No, yellow is Jar Jar Binks. Oh, Had to, sorry. Yellow is Jar Jar Binks, just so long as the page is also yellow. Yeah. I saw the Wishbone version. It was really good. <laughs> there is that Mansfield Park uh, a few years ago that has like a whole lesbian thing. We'll talk after this. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I love literature. <laughs> Some weird fantasies. <laughs> my daughter will be crying. Where's my teddy bear? Man. <laughs> Alright, let's breathe. Sorry, Revan. Yeah, and Revan told me to take a seat, but I, I ignored all of his advice, so sorry. <laughs> Anyway, so we got together as a group, and then a band broke out. And then a band broke out. Well, once we added Craig Mago in, um, he's like, wait, you play the drums. 
I do. And then Dave plays guitar, and, and he's like, and I play bass. And then David's like, well, I sing lead for a band, or did. <laughs> and we're getting Dave Thurman. We're getting the Thurman. And a cowbell. You can do a Thurman and a jug. <laughs> At the same time. A Thurman. <laughs> I'm a fan of more cowbell. And they solve crimes on the weekends. <laughs> I'm in the process of printing a zombie quick name for Colin at the moment. <laughs> this is why we're getting a divorce. You really should go through and remove some of these pictures Hey, it's awesome. You you never posted that, did you? Hey, I don't I don't think I don't think that Kate would have lied to me. She likes me better than you. She does. Sure they do. <laughs> Is this what happens at the apartment like every night? At least I don't call my girlfriend a mistress. <laughs> and, re- and refer to a guy as his wife. She was not happy. <laughs> uh, I guess on, on, on that same token, how how do you, how do you, how do you balance all of this out with your other jobs as writers and husbands? So part of the genius of this is that we were all already doing this stuff. We're all going to conventions already. We're already preparing. This is just a way to say, let's do this together. Let's surrender. Let's be funny. Let's take over the world. So although there is work, the truth is by the time we said let's be baseball, we're all already doing all this stuff. Okay. Uh, the one exception being probably the fans. Right? So there's a little, there's, there's a prehistory of the band too. Back before we were Craig Bullock, and about the same time James was coming out to choose an apocalypse for the first time, Craig and Paul Janessian did a disastrously bad but very funny thing at Comic Con last fall, where we, Craig and I played guitar riffs while Paul kind of did this thing about monsters. And it was a failure and not my fault because I kept telling the other guys that we got to rehearse, this required some work, we just couldn't do it. So it was, Bad, but awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, so much so, we did it again at Paracon West, Craig and, and, and um, Kurt Eaton. And, and now we've got this thing really in shape. So it's, it's now a slight fall off. I can't tell you. It is summoning you. Can, can, I, can I say it? moving back into the valley is you. Corollary at best. So now one of our events, has, uh, and this is the one that's sort of required in person, one of the things that's coming up at Comic-Con here in the fall is called Green Interactive Zombie Rock Opera. Um, and it is going to be a game where Carter Reed and Paul Janask will, together as a kind of narrator and game master, cast players, work them through an adventure story involved rolling dice to resolve conflict and involve musical challenges that make saving throws. Uh, there will be riffs from a live band. 
Uh, that's going to be awesome. Okay. And, and you can all come see it. So, uh, well, I think I hope you have video. Well, so you want to be careful not to just give away. Look, it's like dating, right? If you give away the milk for free, you're going to want to buy the cow. <laughs> this is my mother always told me. So, um, so we will put some clips on the line, but not the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> Too right. That's why I'm not wearing any pants. Yeah. <laughs> oh! You lost me that night a long time ago. Wait, who's the cow? <laughs> What's the milk? <laughs> What's the milk? What's the milk? Why is your mom telling you this? <laughs> Excellent question. <laughs> He's out there just slinging milk everywhere, all for free. Anyway, we're making. <laughs> Um, I just want uh, one final question for you before we start having mutual break and you know, air bills and stuff like that. So it's not like the time you really come up with a way to not just get more from, not just more from a panel, not just more from a not just more from the convention experience. How, if you guys have any advice for anyone who's trying to get more out of that experience, out of playing the game, you know, getting involved, anything like that, how would you, your tagline, get more from your game, how would you get more from your game? I think the, the best reason to go, well, if we're going to write it here, I think the best reason to go to conventions is not to learn whether to use dialogue. You go once, you quickly exhaust everything you're going to hear from everybody. The reason to go is to make friends. The reason to go is to make friends. I think uh, going and networking is invaluable. I like looking at the cosplay girls. <laughs> Finally, an honest answer. There we, yeah, go. there we go. That is what we've been pushing for. Boy. Well, <laughs> yeah. You can like the Space Balrog Facebook page. We got a couple of girls there. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> David really brings you in. Okay. When you have a band, it's always the lead singer. <laughs> always the lead singer. Yeah. <laughs> I I think it's just if you're gonna go anyway, you might as well play a game like that. Okay. If you're gonna you're gonna be there, you might as well have fun. Yeah. Walking away from, I mean, you pay good money. If you're gonna go to Comic Con or something like that. You should be laughing your head off for something as good as laughing your head off. Yeah. Well, I think that was the most satisfying thing about the last conference. Yeah. People could hear the audience laughing so good in Nectar that they left. Come and check out. Uh, <laughs> ah, so either that speaks very highly for you or it speaks very poorly for them. Okay. Well, well, depending on what you want to laugh on, how 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 to laugh on, <laughs> well, we are born to, but we really didn't need a costume. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, if anybody wants to find out more about Space Ball Rods or uh, Star Citizen, or any 
Spaceballrock.com is the website. You can contact us through it uh, to, to schedule an event with us. And uh, we we don't just do conventions. Talk to us. Wedding Wedding. So we uh, there's also a uh, we've got a mailing list. So sign up, get on our mailing list. We'll send you you know summaries and pictures and uh, video clips and, uh, and news that we're hearing. Okay. And we're going to start making Muppets of our. Group, keep your hands off. Perfect. <laughs> I will join that workshop. You know, like a puppet show, a little better than the one. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm keeping my lips shut. I'm that guy now. We don't. What? No one loved us this week. We can make up questions. That's very true. We could do that. I mean, the fifth edition came out. We got uh, space ball rugs can ask us questions. Ball yeah. rugs be asking us questions. It's the it's the turn for it's the turn for for the guests to ask us questions, interview us. That's different about what? Well, I don't know. Whatever. Um, yeah. Life. But. Actually, speaking of that fucking challenge, Colin and I are doing it this weekend. Sure are. We'll be calling out Colin Droids. And. Oh! Oh! Chris Chester's the one who actually called me out. I'm kind of sorry, Chris. I just need a really big freezer. I've got something planned out for the Ice Bucket Challenge. If I do get get called out, I just need somebody with a really big freezer. You guys got a big freezer? No. 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 no, thank you. Darn. What, are you going to freeze yourself? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> the plan for Colin and I is we're going to get two pickup trucks, fill the bed with water and ice, and then park them on the way and put them on that way. That sounds incredibly dangerous and awesome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I... Trust the e-brake on a truck. I trust my friends. I've seen enough of those. Oh, they've gone so bad. Yeah, they're just like, oh, here, let me throw this huge ice chest right at your head. The one girl who got hit in the face with a pot. Yeah. All right. So on that note, the rest of this fine episode of Ninja Crawlers Radio is going to brave brought to you by Audible.com. So do you want to get your own very own free audio book? Just head over to AudiblePodcast.com forward slash Dungeon Crawlers Radio and sign up for your free, that's right, free audiobook today. It also sets you up with a gold account which gets you one free uh, credit every month and 30% off your uh, chosen books of uh, fancy and delight. All for your pleasure. Audible, it's books that people read to you. And now, from our greatest hits, me and you, Pikachu.
do it more off the crack. Well, I just want to say, if we have down the mic,
Yeah, at least we saw him like this. Yeah. It was like an entire backstory. It was the first thing that How come you never learn the golden Don't talk to strange men, don't Oh, where was that Dungeon Crawlers Radio. We're back. I mean, Joe is on his way back right now. And getting fat by eating little Caesars. Or as I like to call them, hot and sweaties. I can't help it. I'm a bachelor, okay? I don't cook food. I'm stoned. 
Meat cooking food is bad. Yeah. Bacon grease. <laughs> uh, Kevin did. Like, was the stove on still? Yeah. Yeah, he's just like, oh, let me leave that in there. And I get, he's just like, uh, Colin. <laughs> just like, what? And a, like, it's just not even a spatula anymore. It's just gone. It's really sad. Probably. Moral of the story, Colin's friends are stupid. You don't, you don't. Colin, Colin, Colin. We thought you knew somebody better. I, like, I know, I you know. know ben. But we love we'll go to Joe, but you guys don't melt spatulas and bacon. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not Homeback 101. That's something they don't leave plastic in hot oil. You know, I never knew that macaroni could burn. And so one day, my parents weren't home, and I was, I was like probably 13 or 14. Decided, I want some mac and cheese. Decided to leave it in there. I didn't know how to test to see if the noodles were ready. And burnt. Ruined a pan, too. Parents are pissed. <laughs> Poor thing. That takes some effort. It does. <laughs> That's weird. You're a bachelor. I don't get it. I know. <laughs> wonder what the people will post a picture. You'll get it. <laughs> oh. wonder why the ladies haven't jumped on you yet. Hey, I was married once. <laughs> One. Exactly. <laughs> oh, All right, so uh, welcome back to Seven Radio. Welcome back. Time is after seven. Some miles. Where you are, are, I don't know. Are we giving weather reports now? No. I'm trying to sound all fancy pants. Like oh, all like official or something? Was it a double rainbow? Double rainbow, man. Double rainbow. <laughs> I cried. I cried. Maybe was just a big rainbow, but it was hot. Or is that me? I was like, what's this? Rainbow? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I get what you're saying here. I totally follow you. Like, the animated one or the Matthew Broderick? Animated. Again, I was crying. Wilma or Betty Rubble? No, Wilma Flintstone or Betty Rubble. Well, everybody has their own opinion on that. I won't do it. No? Is that because you're afraid of Fred or you're afraid of Arnie? Oh, Cinderella. Oh, Cinderella. Oh, she's horrible. Which one's sleeping? Taylor, Jupiter, or Sailor Mercury? All of them. Yes. That's it. Yes. All. All. I'll take all. Do I have to do it one at a time, or can I take the call five at once? <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> so tell us, what sort of tree are you? So we have game news. We have no game report. Oh, okay. Yep. Couple things. Let's see here. Benedict Cumberbatch will be the big cast of Boys and Girls on in the new current re-adaptation of Boot Con, Wet Boot Con, 97. 
at least. At least it can't be as bad as the Ben. What are you talking about? That was a great movie. I totally didn't fall asleep for that. Directing or the circus? Any circus. Okay. No, that makes me happy. Anything any service does. And this is his direct on the YouTube. Why is Mark Henry going to Batman? Have you heard his voice? <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and that, that face. That face. He's so pale. He's got the, he's got the chin. The head. He's got the head. The no, eyes. He doesn't have a chin. That's <laughs> See? Yes, now you're getting it. Thank you. I didn't know until you described it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just described it that way. Yeah. You just described it that way. <laughs> Sorry, Joe was lovingly caressing his face for a while there. <laughs> You're so red right now. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch is one of those one of those voices where he can tell you the worst news and you'd still want to hear it from him. <laughs> You're about to die soon. You'll die soon. Yes, go. You go uh, yes. All right. As long as you're telling me this, I am okay with that information. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so uh, the, the movie and the title of the origins will expect to be out in October. Yay! So hopefully Benedict Cumberbatch will still be relevant. He probably will be. I mean, they, I mean, we we still got one more Hobbit movie coming out. He's just got to leave a small role in that still. And, you know, small, like, small, you mean 45 minutes? Yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> hey, this is, this is 45 minutes in a uh, Peter Jackson movie, so it's, it's a substantial 45 minutes. His idea of 45 minutes is like an hour and a half. So. As long as it's not spent in barrels again. So if you get, let's see if you get the scale, the scaling of the Peter Jackson movie, so 45 minutes is like five. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, all right. My math is a little off. So, um, Bette Midler fangirls rejoice because they have announced there's going to be a Hocus Pocus 2. Yes, electric. That is in fact going to be captured electric boogaloo. Well, but it's going to be electric boo. You set me up. I knocked down. That mean Doug Jones is coming back? I have no idea. I really hope so. He was awesome. We love Doug Jones. How can we call him As he should. He did. And so did, face. so did Sarah. It was kind of weird. Because she was pretending she was that young. I know. Kind of awkward. <laughs> yes, my hopes are definitely up right now. <laughs> but this is Utah, and plural male marriage is legal. Oh, dear. Oh, Not. No. Someone's second husband. No. I hear that's a good gig, actually. Yeah. 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 Do you hear that because of Muppets? Yeah. Well, you only you only get half of the arguing and complaining, so it's good. The bright side, right? Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> so other news, you guys watching FFX? Uh, yeah. The whole Simpsons series is running in chronological order. From now, it's like forever at this point. Like, yeah, we got a good solid 20 years to go. I think it goes through September, October. My word, how do they. Well, I mean, I guess it's getting the height of the How would they figure out 
Talking about Muppets. I'm pretty sure we did. Didn't we? Yeah, we did. No, Colin speaks with them. I feel like you should probably touch Because, like, 43 people on my Facebook page are like, why was there this long talk about Muppets?
Ninja movies right now. 2013, that's so sad. 2003. Yeah, 2003. Okay. Alright, you know what? Another news, Robin Williams. Robin Williams? No! The man brought laughter to the world. We just want to make sure you guys were at Gen Con last week. We <laughs> want to know what news got in and out there. Well, like, I came back and I'm like, what the crap is Ice Bucky Challenge? <laughs> it's everyone dumping water on themselves. Like, up is down and left is blue. And blue is Steve in a character in a book. Yeah, right? <laughs> you, you, you read the same book yeah. I did so uh, coming on to my, uh, on to my story, uh, arrested, arrested development has been confirmed for the fifth season. Uh, Will Arnett confirmed it on uh, Jimmy Fallon a few nights ago. So, yay. Because he was avoiding talking about Ninja Turtles. <laughs> 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 Didn't want to talk about that. It was so bad. It was rough. I, to, I, need, I was broke. I needed the money. I was young in college. <laughs> arrested development's coming back. There was like some in the air there. What, what Ninja with Turtles? Ninja? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Something that was taken, that was controlled over or produced by Michael Bay that's based off of a popular nostalgic property has continuity errors? Never! I'm so confused by the magnetic, magnetic sword knife thing that he threw and came back. Again. Never! What part of the continuity is not working for you? That they're teenagers or that they're aliens or any of it? Or that they're turtles? It was bad. Or that they're mutated? I don't remember Shredder being such a dick as a child. For lack of a better term. He was kind of a horrible father. All I know is that Michael Bay is raping my childhood. And then Transformers are George Lucas. Already did that tomorrow. So, no, it's just that Michael Bay is the next person in. Next person in line <laughs> while our childhood is being sprawled up against the pinball machine. <laughs> I mean, the Jungle Book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michael Bay directs the Jungle Book. Explosion! Explosion! That was a different way back to go, wasn't it? He could do speed quests. Yeah. Bring back speed quests. Yeah. Bring back speed quests. Well, who goes on the rampage? Oh, man. You don't like me when I'm angry. Spielberg has announced that he's working on a TV version of Minority Report with uh, Max Borenstein. He's the guy who wrote Godzilla, the most recent one. And he's writing the King Kong prequel, Skull Island. And he's working on a Disney secret project called Paladin. Mm. That's a big secret. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. Man, secret, secret, secret. It's all this Disney secret project, Paladin. Never reported, but that was going to be a movie adaption. It's, oh. It's a movie adaption of Space Mountain. You know, just, I, okay. All I remember from Space Mountain is the dark world. I didn't know there was a theme or a plot line to it. Well, there is now. They try to put a theme plot line around everything. Well, it happens in space. And, um, wait. Wait, I, there's a map? Yeah. <laughs> I might be spending too much time with these guys, when I think of Paladin, I don't think of space. Yeah, there's <laughs> all right. It's gonna work. It's gonna work. Yeah, it's gonna work off. Yeah, these guys figured it out. You want to get a website address there? I I just always think back to Diablo whenever I think of paladins. My paladin kicked butt, and I'm pretty sure the paladins are only black. <laughs> that's that's what I've learned from. <laughs> 
spent way too much time in Utah, man. <laughs> I didn't even know that black people existed in Oregon. The small town I was in, there was Where there was none. I was just like, what? I don't know. Holy <laughs> this, wow, this went off the deep end. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> and goodbye. So after this, I think Colin's going to be going to a plan rally. <laughs> oh, no. No. Oh, no, no. No, 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 no. Wow. Wow. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> I will forward I will forward anything talking about Colin's racist remarks before I'm straight down. <laughs> oh. I, think, I think it's Colin at Dungeon Just saying I am not racist. The hard thing against it is gonna be a real Oh jeez. Oh, okay. So uh, what do you have for us? Oh, other than shit. your Actually, you, 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 yeah. you I'm, I'm just done. I'm, I'm done. So, uh, so, speaking of Michael Bay, uh, a YouTuber, which is uh, Mr. Stratman7, has uh, released a video reinventing Pixar's classic Up as a Michael Bay uh, trailer. And needless to say, there is a lot of explosions. That's actually how his wife dies at the beginning. She blows up. Right after they say, I do... Explosion. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but hey, that happens within the first five minutes. So you really can't like say that it's a big spoiler. The, you, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Tell the wife this, blew up. Tell me there's gotta be there's a scene where like the house is flying overhead, you see like the American flag flying behind it. I dramatic there needs to be like that is like a staple of Michael Bay, the billowing American flag in the background. Michael Bay is like the ultimate troll. He's got us all wrapped up. America. The bird like dive bombs and blows out the balloons and it drops on the army and the house just kills everybody. That type of thing. Perfect. And then Megan Fox shows up for some reason. Hey, go on. <laughs> Thank you. I so many jokes. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, let's see here. Finally, uh, the British Defense Contractor the Systems has figured out how to make the the exterior of a jet feel pain. <laughs> Why? Why did they think? Why did they program these things? Like, soak that in. Yeah. This is good news. Build this into the computer systems of the world and teach them. Yeah. That's right. We'll hurt you. Yep. Bad computer. Bad computer. Poke, 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 poke. And then they're going to get those sadistic computers that purposely hurt themselves. Start with my iPhone. Or hurt others. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I Oh, if only could. Joe. My cord. You're my cord. I mean, your mom's my cord. Your mother's cord. Your cord is a mom's mic. Wait, why is your mic cord black? Okay. 
or something like if you crash you're gonna hurt a lot in this fiery inferno of death what 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 is the intention what's the purpose behind the money just sitting around like hey some dude gave us a billion dollars to figure out how to make vehicles hurt you know you used to be okay with lightning struck you but now now every seat on that plane is gonna shake with the lightning strike could be something along the lines of just not necessarily feeling pain but registering where like damage had occurred. Where does it hurt? So, people do to come up with the most logical answer of the group. What can I say? I've, I I use my my loudness and my verboseness and my my generally larger personality to uh, dissuade people from my acting. The disturbing thing we're missing is that in order to make it feel clean, they first had to make it so at some point, someone in the past has made our airplane conscious. I thought you were going to go the other route and say, for the, to teach them how to feel pain, you had to teach them how to feel pleasure. Already, your plane is requesting a friend. Your friend, your, your plane has made a friend request on Facebook. That's a good thing. Be careful. Do you want to join your plane circle? What do you have to say about it? Hey, it works for the Donnie and Shrek. Yeah. It's true love. I love that plane. Yeah. It worked in her, kind of, until they all created a hive mind and went away. Wasted a few hours of my life. Excuse me, short. Why me? That's pretty oh, awesome. No,
She looks like a scarecrow. She's very freaky. So, if you want to ruin your childhood or ruin your child's childhood, uh, take a look at these pictures. They're in the Escapist magazine. Uh, I'll probably post them up on our Facebook. Uh, copy the link over to our Facebook because, I mean, whoa, Belle looks like she's about ready to kick some booty. Like, if Kristen Bell actually had a personality and could emote, then maybe marginally could look kind of like what Bell's looking at right now. Like, I like the Oh, wait, I like don't have the video. They're going to regret it. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who didn't pay the extra $25. The only thing for saying is not happy. Revin, take that off. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's some childhood room. I'm going through a lot of these things. Um, Wow. Mergana from, I think it's Mergana. Oh. Megara from Hercules. She's a zombie. She is zombie. Oh, next is next one is Milan, and she has got a few arrows in her right now. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna be posting this up on Facebook for all to share and enjoy. Oh boy, yep, scary looking stuff. Um, speaking of uh, scary, uh, David Yates, uh, the uh, uh, director behind the last for the Harry Potter movies, is going to be coming back for the Fantastic Beasts. Uh, Fantastic Beasts is where to find them. Uh, by fictitious author Newt Scamander, but he'll be returning to But hopefully it'll have the same feel as last year. And they'll break it up in the part, unnecessarily. <laughs> Yeah. Three. I heard it's going to be three. And you know, that book is like seriously about. Yeah. And it's, it's like an encyclopedia. There's no plot. Yeah. There's no characters. Yeah. Entirely encyclopedia. There's no setting. So how. Mike Cord. How do they get this into three movies? Well, it's Warner Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I have something. It's probably not very new, but... Oh, you're excited for me to talk. Okay. It's not, it has nothing to do with Muffin. It's actually about Neil Gaiman. Um, I guess there was an announcement, and it's probably not that recent, um, but I just read it, that uh, uh, American Gods was just... Uh, they're now working on a script with Showtime that was dropped by HBO. Like, they never got anything together. They never got a script together with HBO, so he's now in works with Showtime to get, to get a script for a TV show for American Gods, which I'm pretty pumped, so... I'm just saying, because I mean, Showtime has a solid track record. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully it'll make it more of a Yeah, I, I, hopefully they, they extend Shadow's story for a while. So. Well, it's very good, Yeah. In the wake of Game of Thrones. Really? Yeah, so I think that's kind of the thing now. Yeah. Kind of Switching our book. Yeah. Nice. Everybody's got to get a TV show. Right now. Yeah, it's like getting uh, getting HBO or Showtime to pick up your book is like the new mark. Like the TV, the movies are kind of no big deal now, but the TV show series. Is nudity, sex scenes, even though it wasn't in the book, because what you do is 
premium cable. He's going to love the Shinara. <laughs> I look forward to that. <laughs> Alamon. All right. Yeah. They better do that. Because, uh, yeah, when I read Shinara back in a uh, long, long time ago, I saw all I was thinking of. This is impossible. <laughs> They need to get some chicks in it. Like those Bell Brothers? Oh, yeah. Uh, it would have been a lot better if they made them not brothers. The vegan sausage? <laughs> and, you know, maybe one of them was a dwarf. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, yeah. I don't either, because they're still both two. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I make one of them not a guy. Or, yeah, make one of them not a guy. Okay, I think we got something, then. All right. We've got the groundwork. Let me check that out. Yeah, it makes you such a spike. Pretty sure oh, it is. Trust me, it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so then before we have to head into the to our new website. Or was it everybody else's and he was opposed? And in other news, uh, Ant-Man yeah. <laughs> started filming. <laughs> oh, finally, they finally got it. Finally, they started production. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think he's going to be awesome for it. He's, uh, he's, no, he's no stranger to uh, what he was doing. Oh, no, they just, they just uh, dropped Paper Heights. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, they're like, hey, he's no stranger to Tommy, Edgar Wright. And I'm like, no, wait, he's not doing that anymore. Oh, yeah. He's reading directing it out. Uh, initially, it was Adam McKay was the idea, and Paul Rudd brought him on. Yeah. But he backed out for some reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was kind of... <laughs> Because they're fans and they think that they can control everything. I think you're all excited to see Edgar Wright tackle another superhero. Or an actual superhero. I mean, he just got Pilgrim. I still haven't seen it. It's a Sad days. <laughs> I'm never gonna live this down. Racists like yourself will find it somewhat hard to accept. I don't. I don't accept that anymore. And Mike Cord. Yeah, Mike Cord. My Mike. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're good. So, uh, whew. all right. So, unfortunately, because, I mean, usually we do have people writing us in the ask us about games and gaming, we don't have that this week. So, we need to find uh, uh, a topic. Yeah, so whoever you are, guest, 
6694. You better just subscribe and sign up in there so you can actually chat with me instead of just sitting in an empty chat room. I'll be probably read it. Probably. Listen again. Just taking notes on how well he's doing. I'm surprised I wasn't fired after last week. We just haven't had a chance to listen to last week, but uh, when we called in, I could not hear a word you guys were saying. It's because it was really loud. They had a huge event going on over here. It sounded like it. It sounded like they were right next to you guys. Pretty much. Yeah, like right now. So, I guess with the... I guess we should probably hit on, hit on some of the stuff that we discovered while we were playing, uh, playing at Gen Con. Still kind of relevant. Yeah. Not been a full week yet. So, uh, I wanted to get everyone to take a look at this. And, uh, it's still a lot of events that you felt like you got so I happen to be sitting here looking at the box press conflict and reminiscing about World War two years ago in New And the day I met Nick Giannato and we'll do the strange thing. We'll that with the Dan Wells portfolio and we played it we played a four player game team. And Nick and I bet Dan Wells and he needed to be you went back to Dan Wells. Yeah. It's like, it's like a game. And you guys teamed up together in Dan Wells. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then when he was really fully exposed, I just grabbed that dude, wouldn't let him back into the whole thing, and just keep the shit out of him. And I, I have fond memories of me and Nick pounding him and Steve on the ground. Can we just end the show? <laughs> on that note. <laughs> That's amazing. Mic drop. <laughs> I'm really hoping he's not listening. I think you're moderating the game. Dan, if you're listening in there, please send off some complaints to Lagoon. Yeah, I'll get it to the right people. I am the uh, DPR complaint department. When was the last time you checked your inbox? Uh, right, actually, right after we got back from Gen Con, just to double, double check to make sure. Oh, there you go. No one's sending us any hate mail, it makes it kind of sad. Makes me feel like we haven't pushed the envelope far enough. Well, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure today, though, with, with Colin's anti Semitic uh, response, you might want to check that right now. You know, maybe, yeah, you know, maybe now we'll see something. Which again, I'll have to. That, that if, if it's if it's uh, complaint about uh, racial matters, send that to Colin at DungeonRiddle.com uh, because yeah, it's Colin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No way. Okay. Uh, I'm really, really, really curious about this. I'm really curious about this. But I'm curious about how other people 
to why. Why do we keep doing No data. Yeah. Because. I actually, a long time ago, there was a game called Ultra Power, started by Marvel before superhero movies were Anyway, uh, at one point in time, I was kind of big into this game, and uh, at one point in time, I was rated number seven in the world. Okay. I have the newsletter. But, but no, I think the thing about about a game is that it, it allows you to be competitive without being horrible. Like, you can always just fight people, but if you have rules, then you can come away from it pretty so, you know, even though several of these guys have been pitted against each other, they remain friends most of the time. Sometimes they make mean comments about David Lynch and other okay. No, but you know what I mean? It gives you a chance to vent aggression and to, to test your skill and to use your strategy without actually, you know, hurting anyone. Okay. So, so I guess like a lack of a permanent consequence. Uh, a Like, no, I'm going to say something. He wants the buffer, but there is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then, I mean, what, I guess, to put a stamp on it for you, is um, what game would you play the most? Like, if you have one for the rest of your life, like, the rest of your time being your second hell in the game, one game, any game you want. Do I have to persuade other people to play with me? Um, or will I always have willing? There's always going to be a difference. Whether they like it or not. So my favorite game... It is if you play it hard enough. Um, no, my favorite game is the Martin Wallace board game called Puzzle of Empire. It's about the sort of early modern uh, division of the world by... Uh, it's a brilliant game. It's fantastic fun. It's sort of hard to talk to people with the client because the piece is a little cardboard shit. And uh, it's not obvious to a lot of people how it's sexy and exciting to play the Netherlands dividing up to Africa and South America and fighting against things. But it's awesome. I gotta go with Dungeons and Dragons. That's what I've had the most fun with a bunch of friends. Starting at about 5 o'clock and going to get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah, that's, that's camaraderie. I'm the same way. I started uh, the uh, Now I'm trying to indoctrinate my children. Uh, yeah. so, uh, it just gives you a chance to escape. And also, if you're the dungeon minister, it gives you a chance to practice your storytelling craft, which is one of my favorite. So, is there, can you tell us about maybe a time that you were stuck with your storytelling? Yeah, there's um, 
I don't know if you remember Alternative or not. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Me and a bunch of guys decided to try it out, and uh, I was going to be the, the game master. And, uh, I don't want to take over everything on the time, but we got to a situation where it was dice against dice, and the stakes were high, and we're talking, you know, moment of truth, ships against ships, and it just became so intense. So to this day, all those guys, even though I don't see them anymore, but when I do talk to them on Facebook, he's like, oh, we still talk about that. So I think I, that was the pinnacle of my uh, tabletop gaming running. It was just, it was awesome. You just forgot about the real world and you were in the game. And, so, we still talk about it. That's my claim to fame. Yeah. Then, 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 then I guess for the would you say that's sort of like how the Master yeah. is? Yeah, it's just the way you win is by bringing them in and making them forget themselves. And that just shows that you're, you know, you're the Master Storyteller. This is a good strategy for help if you have a lot, a lot, a lot of lives. <laughs> and it takes like forever to get a character to work on it. Does that mean D&D is not your favorite? If I was in hell, I would not I'd have to go with it. Maybe Gert. Gert has more different things. Same kind of thing. If you're in hell, role-playing games is the best way to pass the eternities. Yeah. Eons of time that are just never going to end. Because you're pretending you're not there. What else are you going to do? Go get tortured or something? I mean, even Warhammer, which I, I like a lot. Oh, uh, some kind of case, you know. Even those kind of games in hell, you're eventually going to run out of Well, if it's in hell, then you probably get to, like, fourth or fifth level and then you have to remake characters, right? Start over at level one again. And then somebody else walks up and joins in. It's a Sisyphus stone, right? And just like... <laughs> oh. That was hell. And you think you're in hell, it's a very different conversation when your parents are quite crazy. And the devil right behind her. That's okay. No! No, not me. He was the lead dungeon master of the seventh level of hell. <laughs> You're trapped in an office building. You have a meeting in 16 minutes. Roll for initiative. You're all at an end. That's not everybody's definition of hell. Role playing life in an office building. No, that would be mine. Okay. That's the white wolf, the, the little known white wolf product, human medium. <laughs> <laughs> you have to roll a hundred D ten and get a higher than sixty percent average. I have a specialty in PTSD. Oh, you get a minus because it's Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Roleplay that paperwork. I'm not kidding. Oh. <laughs> Watch out, it's performance review. This actually, this actually reminds me of a community. Uh, the second time they did their D&D episode, the ending credit trailer. Abed is uh, roleplaying a tea party with Amy's stuffed animals. <laughs> Mr. Be- Mr. Buttons, roll to you. You successfully pour Mr. Mittens more tea. <laughs> Billy Rodham Tatton, uh, uh, Tatton, 
or something like that. What do you do? You fail to pass more <laughs> You suck. <laughs> <laughs> so on that, on that note, no. Oh, okay, so we got, um, it's already five minutes. The hour yeah, it's so almost it's, the end. Apparently not. No. Um, so, uh, so very special thanks to, uh, to the, uh, the fellas that, uh, the right there. Oh, no. Tell us one more time how um, the spaceballrocks.com 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 And we have individual site sheets uh, DavidJohnButler.com Is where you can hear more about me JamesLimore.wordpress.com David slash J slash West Slash Exactly Slash Almost slash Slash Dot com Brown sugar Brown sugar <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, um, I'll for Jason James.com. Okay. So, uh, again, thank you very much for being on with us. We look forward to seeing you at the Kingdom Festival and the Brighton Symposium afterwards. And then you'll be able to see you guys at uh, Celtic Comic Con, correct? Yes. Right there. I'm more than. I can always take more. I got one. I'm like Joe. I'll always be more. Good to know. I had to throw it in there. Hey, thanks guys. Thanks for having me again. The Muppet Master. What? Yeah, there we go. You gotta speak he's, up there, he's the Muppet. He's the master of the Muppet. Okay. It's all deflection at this point. He's just trying to pass blame elsewhere. I really am. I'm just trying to get it. Get it moved over here. That's that jackass talking about Muppets. I'm not a racist. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in the equality of Muppets. I do too. <laughs> Whatever color they're for. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so look for us uh, next week. Uh, next week. Uh, we have something going on. It's just not on the calendar. I don't know who. But we will definitely get them. There will be a Facebook blog post letting you all know. What is to come on Dungeon Crawlers Radio? Woohoo! Yay! Yeah! And then the week after that, there probably will be like a best of or something like that because it is Comic Con. Awesome. Yep, we do have a live show that Friday at 5 o'clock as well. Okay, so So be sure to join us. Yes. That's right, so we'll see you there. Um, We'll try to keep Colin's racial. We'll try to keep his his, uh, his uh, biased uh, opinion toward some people at a minimum. At, at there, if, if we will we'll have somebody behind him with a whip, and if something comes out that could be construed as racist, they will be he will be whipped. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes, please. Don't, don't, don't start. Please, please. Thank you, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and